Welcome to the pod, guys. You know, before we get into potting, mm. is saving more and spending less one of your top goals for 2022? Yes. Let me answer that for you. Yes. Well, then why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for a wireless? Oh. Which... To Mint Mobile, Cass, it is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you maximize your savings with plans starting at just $15 a month. How easy is that? I think if you're, you know what I was thinking about um, is how many different subscription services I have Mm -hmm. per month and how quickly those are adding up and how I really should be trying to save money because I'll just sign up for something, a subscription box or a Hulu or a Netflix. And I'm spending so much money um, that I think I'm, I'm, I've never had this many bills, like separate bills. So anywhere I can cut a corner and save a few bucks, I can do a lot of that via cutting out my regular wireless bill and spending just $15 a month. And with Mint Mobile, because it's online only, you're eliminating all the traditional costs of the retail. So Mm -hmm. you're already getting significant savings from that. And all the plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash pajama. That's mintmobile.com slash pajama. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pajama. Something bothers me about like adults taking those like uh, what's supposed to be kids photos. Okay. Are we, are we, you want to do this now so we can get into it or yeah, do you well, want I think we're in it. Let's I thought okay. that's what I was doing. Oh, uh, I thought we, we didn't were like the- officially be like, we're, we're all right here. We go potting. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know if you were okay. getting ready to pod or not, but um, he's no. ready to pod is I'm, the point. I'm podding. Okay. So we want to do Lizzie's. Yep. We're on Lizzie's guys. We're doing a, Dating profile again. We're back with this segment. We've received a couple of entries. We've taken some time off from this segment. You know, we heard your guys' concerns. <laughs> and uh, so we thought we'd come back, you know, a co- I think it's been like two or three months since we've done one of these. So At we're, least. We're, we're summing up. We're summing up our year. With yes, this is true, though. We have to wrap up the year with our with our things. Our hits. <laughs> our hits. That's right. Um, okay. so. Yeah, this we're, we've all decided that Lizzie's going to be this profile that we yeah. look at. Okay, now you guys on the first photo? <laughs> yes. Well, which is, is the what, first photo? It's it's the one Rob was talking about this? where it says Lizzie 27. She's got the peace signs. She's on a tree she's branch. She's holding double peace signs with like cherry blossoms behind her. She's in mm-hmm. this cute little jumpsuit, cute mm-hmm. smile. Go ahead, yeah. Rob. No, that's just... I, Gabby's going to throw in what I already said about it. It's just borderline uh, something I've seen before. I just, I don't know. There's something when I see like 27 year olds doing like, like, you know, this is supposed to be in like a catalog, but it's just me. Like for my, I, I, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know. So you don't like the fact that she took time to make a nice photo. It's like well, too staged for you. Is it because you know yeah. that like it literally had to be like, okay, I'm going to go sit on this branch. You go right there. Hmm. So it doesn't feel like a genuine moment in her life. Yeah. And I know we always say you always want to be the only person in your photo, but like maybe this would be a photo that's better with like with someone else in it. I don't know. It just makes me like, unco- like, what are you doing here? It's like, there's to me, there's well, no other option here than like, hey, I staged this photo. 
Yes, I and get it. I don't it. like that. She looks adorable, but now I'd like you to switch to the second slide. She looks happy. She looks happy. and She does, uh, and I, would, I like that. <laughs> I would enjoy, I like her energy already. And you okay. know what? She was so happy that she was basically to her friend like, I want to capture this moment, like take this cute picture of me so right. you can look at it in the flip side where yeah. she had a moment of really feeling herself and feeling good. And good I'm like, her. all exactly good for her. But here's my thing. Let's go to the next slide where it says okay. about yes. me. What's Uh-oh. the actually 25? Uh-oh. Like, what's the lie? Do you get into like another swipe section if you're 27? Is she wanting to be in an older section? I think I it's know. just a. I think it's just a glitch. I've seen people oh. have this issue. So, okay. yeah. See, yeah, I don't people, know these things. I don't know if it lets you change your age once you do it. Well, it seems silly, but I've, I've seen people okay. type it in their bio. Like, no, I'm actually 15, you know? Uh, well, I like her little <laughs> quote. Her quote is just trying to find someone to pet puppies with. Super yeah, cute. Yeah, Meaning yeah. like not looking for kids, not looking for marriage, like looking for like, a regular partner to but like then, do keep- right right under it my basic info and then it says she wants kids someday so. someday someday right this photo by the way this i really cute. like this photo really like again it. totally yeah. staged a lot totally of headroom staged. a lot of headroom in this photo you like the wallpaper it's just a great wallpaper um she's an appreciation a- for design yeah she looks sultry i'm getting uh yeah she's a sexual being she has a nice slit in her dress. Yeah. yeah it looks well, like a, you know an, I mean. a, an Adele video or something. It does. Yeah. It does. I was going to say it reminds me of Adele a little bit. She's yeah. got something with the makeup. Uh, she's got a sweet face like Adele. Like this photo. I really do. And yeah. this could this could be like a really good five star hotel or like a real piece of shit old <laughs> hotel that's like trying to, you know. It but could I think be it's like good. one of those like old Italian like catering halls, and this is like the the, <laughs> the hallway to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, she's at her friend's kid's bar mitzvah. Yes, yes. Okay, the next one. Okay, so she's out with her and her friend. She's in a more form fitting dress, a little more flirty. I think this is cute. Shows her and her friends. Yeah, her friends look cool. They look like a fun hang. Uh, Can diversity. I be honest? Mm-hmm. This picture though confused me for a second. I was like, "Wait, which one is she?" I thought because she was the I, one on the left in the yeah in the very I, beginning. Exactly. I, I could. I was confused if she was on the left or the right for a minute, and I had yeah, to go back happens. to the other photos and be like, "Wait, which one is she?" That's a great point. You, the friend on the left here has a great smile. She's really putting out the energy that she is the one who's the yes. main focus of this photo. Yes. Yes. This is yeah. why you shouldn't put pictures of you and friends. Correct. Right. But she's got yeah. a nice, she's got nice calves. Um, but also, you're doing a, a stance you would do if you had shoes on, but you have socks on. Okay. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even notice that. <laughs> she's got socks on. The, the next one for me is just I hate when girls. It's a do waste this. of space. It's a waste I, with a filter. I, I, yes. Okay. Yeah, when you filter and you look like a cartoon and it's all cartoony. But again, I'm I'm an old curmudgeon. Like maybe if it, this you know, isn't for us. No, right? I'm with you. I don't yeah. think there's room. For, there's need. for or space for a filtered photo in your dating app. Like when they're talking filtered, like Rob said, like it makes you look like you're a cartoon Disney princess with like big eyes and like red pouty lips. Yeah, I can't do it. The pouty lips, like her lips look too small here. I don't know if it's- They the, look like the a butthole. It, it does look like there's yeah. uh, a butthole and she's getting like matrixed <laughs> where her mouth goes like 
her lips joined together and then she they put a butthole on it. How uh, was that, babe? You watched you I saw you watch the Matrix. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> explain, explain to me how you know. Explain to me how you know I want. Because I'm, I'm I'm on your HBO Max account every night, babe. Oh, Rob, you don't have your own HBO Max. Isn't account? that crazy? Yeah, I'm frugal. I'm frugal. No, the, the, the truth AJ is, Soprano I, does not have HBO. He has to the, use mine. That's a good the, sound bite right there. The truth yeah. is, I used to have it. And then to be honest, I don't really watch a lot of stuff on HBO anymore. I, I don't have a show. I don't have a show on HBO. Like Succession. Se- Succession is good, but that's it. Like I'm not gonna have it all year. So, for what, say it again. Succession. <laughs> Succession. Yeah, he's you're been a, doing this. You're yeah, like the Phil Collins studio. Yeah, we have a Before you watch the show, me and Kasim had this discussion on the pod because you didn't watch the show, you didn't care. Now it hits home. Succession, <laughs> I love you so much. What was the other, what was that other word that time, cast that w- w- Rob, you and I were like, Rob, say that again? Oh, oh, I, oh, I know it. I know the moment, but I can't remember yes, the word. Yes, I know the moment too. All right, we're going to Rob's, Rob's filled with these. I got actually, I do want to talk HBO shows after we do this dating profile uh, okay. segment. There's some, there's some fun stuff here. Well, we're um, done okay. with this one. Oh, there's one more. There's one more. Two more photos here. Oh, that's right. This Christmas tree one. Christmas tree. um, Now, here's the thing. You've got to light yourself, people. This is a nice holiday photo. It's a wonderful tree, but there is no light. I can't see you. I can't see you at all. Do you think it's like trying to be like, I'm funny and silly in public places. Is that what this is saying? I I see festive. I see her festive. Like she wants you to, she wants to let you know she celebrates the holiday and she enjoys it. Is that important to put in your, in your dating profile? No, unless you're looking for a guy who also loves loves holidays. Yeah. Because like she, this, this would be good. Cause I would know we're not a match because I hate holidays. Right. Um, Okay, this next one, I think. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on. Oh, when yeah, you, you said get... you think that's a good Christmas tree, I think that is I, like what I hate about Christmas trees when there's just like so much, much junk thrown on there. And like up top, it's like, look, we're sure. funny. It's like a- what's Starfish? That? No, no, yeah. no, but around that. Oh, the buoy? The like uh, yeah, life like preserver? Life, yeah, yeah like she must be preserver. on a carnival cruise or something here. Like yeah, this is definitely seaside. Theme. Well, I'm yeah, just saying yeah. it's it's a it's definitely got a lot of shit on it, and I like. Maybe I mean, that's she not decorated how my tray it. Looks. Maybe maybe this is like a annual contest she enters, and this okay. was her tree that year. Maybe I love uh, this. this was a maybe this was something she won a great prize for. I love this story, I really do, and I'm gonna go with that. It looks like she won a thousand bucks and a gift certificate to Chili's. Yeah. For this tree at her local karaoke bar. That's right. Called the shipwreck. That's right. Wow. Wow. Jamie. That was also also the name of our last pod. The ship. Yeah. Boy, I laid down a stinker last week. Don't think think we don't know, guys. We know. Um, Okay. Do people people write in, say this is actually no? I think we're, we're, I'm very self conscious of it uh, from my side, but uh, I, I think we're bringing it. This week, and oh, this is a great week to watch us on YouTube, guys. This is a, there's a <laughs> lot of fun media here. Okay, final photo. The and last you can photo, see it's, my micro needled face. Yeah, the last photo is the boss, Jamie. Oh, the boss. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah, she's with Bruce Springsteen at a signing. 
Great photo. Great photo. They're co- they're matching. Look at this. They they color coordinated. Yeah, she um, paid for this photo. I mean, this he is he paid important. extra. She got like the VIP because this looks like he took some time with her. You know, when you're like rushing mm-hmm. people in those like autograph lines, like he took like he he's like fully leaning in. Like she yeah. got like a special access. That's yeah. right. And usually when people take like uh, a photo with a big celebrity like that, they're like flustered or whatever. But she went full time to like hand on the hip, like yep. pop, get ready. You know? This is like, her pose as well. What do we learning. learn about her? What do we learn about he her? Likes from to the- pop a knee. OK, what about the what do we know from her shirt? Again, with the life with Catholic. The- yeah, there's a little bit of Christ in her life, isn't oh, there? Oh, yeah. A little bit of Christ in her life. And now I, I don't I don't think that could be anything else. But I mean, from here, that looks like a big old cross. He looks good. Right. For a second, when I first when I first clicked on it, I was like, is that somebody from a Sopranos convention? But then I got I I saw that it was the boss. Um, Okay, so maybe our girl here, Lizzie, she's close to God and she's close to the boss. That's what I like. I like this. This is a good look. Yeah. Well, then isn't that isn't that sacrilegious when she was at the shipwreck and she put uh, a life preserver and a starfish on top of the Christmas tree? Isn't that now she's Mm. she's uh, yeah, she's pick pick a lane. She's church like four times a year. Church. She's only twenty five. Four times a year church, but she's going to meet the boss and she has the cross shirt on. I don't know, man. Well, you know, is, is the boss religious? This could be a nod. You know, oh, uh, something for them to think about. She's but, like a uh, conversation starter for him to yeah. be like, you, oh, yeah. You, you know, what do you guys rate uh, Lizzie's profile overall? And and what are our main um, things that we like and things that we would give I'm her giving her a seven. OK, I just think I think she can do better with I actually like her cover photo, but yeah. I think she can do better with her choices of her other one. I like closing with the boss means like you're a fan. You have good taste in music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think like the filter one with your friends unnecessary. Do not do the one with the other free friends. I got confused between who you were for a minute. Um, and yeah. exp- if you're ha- doing that funny Christmas tree one, explain it. Can you just give me like a little something? <sighs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on there. Rob thoughts. I was going to go to six, but then I went to seven because I think um, I didn't like the first picture at first, but then like Jamie said, her thing says, I want someone to pet puppies with. And that's what that first picture says. It doesn't say like, I'm looking to fuck. I'm looking to party. I'm looking like she looks like, Hey, I want to pet puppies like, and like do this. So that's, she's, she's putting across what she's trying to put across. So that's all you can do. And I know from looking at this, we are not a match, which makes me feel like she's doing her thing. Like she's she's putting out there information. Yep. She's yeah. letting people know. Like I look like I look Great at that point. Chris, like you said, oh, she's festive, Christmas tree. She wants like any girl who wants to ever go to a meet and greet anywhere, no. <laughs> I'm not with you. Right. Like I, it doesn't right. mean I don't like you or we yeah. wouldn't get, a, but if you want me to go, if you're like, Oh, you're not going to come to this concert me and then go backstage. And then, no, never. Nope. Right. Never uh-huh. going to happen. No. So this yeah, is I good feel you on that. Yeah. I, I feel you on this Lizzie. Yeah. Uh, you're very pretty. You've got a great energy. Uh, love the, love the sultry vibe. I love how you love Christmas. It seems like, I don't know if you live on a boat, Great taste in music. I'm going to give you also a seven out of 10. Um, and I thank you for letting us doing the brave thing and letting us go through uh, your entire profile. That That's not an easy thing to do uh, in public. And yeah. 
you know, I like this segment. This is a great segment to watch on YouTube, guys. Um, we yeah, won't do it, it all every week, but we we will do it again. And I have some more for us to do it on another pod. That's what I was going to say. I think doing it every week is a mistake, but throwing it in randomly, I think is really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and before we get into HBO stuff, I do have an email that ties into the dating apps. Um, you guys are going to okay. you guys are going to love. Did somebody oh. see my dating app? Babe? Well, OK, so listen to this. All right. Hello, Pajama Pants. I'm a longtime fan of Sopranos. I discovered your pod through suggested posts on Instagram. And I have to say it's quickly become my favorite podcast. I work overnight shifts and without PJ pants, I have no idea how I'd get through my shifts. Been catching up on your back catalog. And as a single guy who's been on and off the apps for years now, I really appreciate Robin Kasim's dating app saga. A week or so ago, I was listening to F102 when you reviewed Lindsay's dating profile. I remember saying to myself, sounds like my kind of woman. As luck would have it, I matched with her on Hinge today. Needless to say, my mind was blown when we put two and two together, been wanting to email into the show for a while and took this as my sign to finally write. Lastly, I wanted to thank you guys for having Perry Caravello on the show. I've never <laughs> heard of him or Windy City Heat before, but it is exactly my type of humor. Keep up the great work, Ben. How crazy is that? I love it. That, I, if they get married, we need to officiate or something because uh -huh. he, he, they probably was like a good conversation starter of them being like, did your, you know, uh, yeah. profile get reviewed on pajama pants? And like, we could have started something. What are the chances of that? I mean, it's not like we're, a, we're Lynn. not a huge pod, but like nope. for two people, it's, it's insane to me. And I actually remember, do you remember Lindsay's app? She's the one with that big old juicy booty. Do you remember oh, that? I do remember. Yeah. And there was a, we're yeah. like, oh, there's like a light under the door crack. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Here's what I think we nominate ourselves to do. You know how, when you walk into a wedding and there's like, people are trying to figure out which table they're on looking for the cards. Yeah. We, yeah. We do a pod right there. <laughs> Right. right. So like we have a table <laughs> and in front of us are all the little cards with the phones. And we're and just we talk talking to smack. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so yeah, oh, wedding. Wedding. Weddings are great. People watching. I love this love idea. Yeah. Yeah. We do a full wedding pod. It will be I'll be in a fucking tux. Yep. We go all out. Uh, there's a great pod called podcast, but outside uh, with <laughs> this very funny guy, Cole Hirsch, and they just set up um, a table in random spots in the street. And then they interview people. They say, That's there's a fun. sign that says, Will Pot, we'll give you a dollar for you to sit down and interview on our podcast. And sometimes they get celebrities that come on and sometimes just random people. It's very fun. That's uh, really fun. Is this really new? fun? Um, they've had it. They've been doing it for at least a couple of years, to my knowledge. Oh, but they're they're but they're very funny and uh, I highly recommend it. Um, all right. So that was our dating app segment. You know, I think a lot of people have, you know, between COVID and quarantine, right? We're reassessing our lives. People are wanting to start their own businesses. And obviously an online presence is really important when it comes to a business. But when you think about all of the pieces that go into an online business, whether it's, you know, the e-commerce part of it or creating like membership areas, video blocks, analytics, you know, marketing, traffic overviews, content ownership, that's it's so incredibly overwhelming. You'd think you'd have to hire 10 different people just to do that alone. Yeah, I know a lot of people that started their own business during the pandemic. Um, and 
every single one of them signed up for Squarespace because it it's kind of like a one-stop shop instead of having to do like one site that does e-commerce and then having to do this part yeah. for your other, you know, have somebody do graphic design. It's all kind of there for you uh, built in and it takes all the headache. And so you can just kind of focus on making the product or making your business as good as it can be and knowing that your website is going to be hassle-free and easy to use. That's right. They have product features. Um, from like Cass said, e-commerce. So anything to help you sell anything is the tools you need to go to your business off the ground. They have templates in inventory management, all that kind of stuff to um, Squarespace membership areas where you connect with your audience and generate revenue through gated members-only content. You can manage your members, send emails, communicate with them. You guys, the sky's the limit with Squarespace. So you guys, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash pajamas to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And then when your business is up and running, Email us, give us a shout, and we'll promote you. We have a new, we have a new sponsor, guys. It's Shopify. Jamie, you've used Shopify before, with yeah. You, so my other podcast that I had called Mama Said, we created a bunch of merch, mugs, and t-shirts and bags, and we use Shopify, and they were so great in helping us um, with our with our day to day with driving our sales. They accepted all major payments. They handled all of the shipping. Mm -hmm. Um, all the on-demand printing, you know, because we obviously like would pick our cute little sayings that we want. And then we were able to choose, you know, whether they were on mugs or t-shirts or sweatshirts. Um, there was truly endless possibilities for us to choose from. And it made the whole process of selling our merch a lot easier. That's right. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. There you go. So go to shopify.com slash pajama for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Again, that's shopify.com slash pajama, and that's all lowercase. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash pajama right now. Shopify.com slash pajama. Jamie, uh, yeah. can you tell the story of what happened in the middle of the night at your house? Uh, with Nene? Yeah. Oh my God. So uh -oh. on Sue, right? We've talked about on Sue here before. She's cutters. Yeah. Aunt, um, she is as Southern as you can be. She shot an armadillo with her shotgun. She's like one of my most favorite people in the entire world. So she's one of eight people that came. They all drove in thinking it would be more COVID safe. They drove in, they tested, they drove in, be with us for Christmas. And we have, uh, the people that lived here before us had this upstairs apartment area of the garage that used to be their gym. They were both professional wrestlers. So it was like massive gym. And so we put a bed up there and made as cozy as we can, but it's like the staircase is like this really hard stone. It's dark. It's, you know, whatever. So I guess we call her Nene. I guess Nene was sleepwalking a bit uh -oh. and wanted to go downstairs because her actual favorite place to sleep in all the houses we've had is the same couch we've had forever. That striped couch. Like she oh, loves yeah. to sleep on that couch. Mm -hmm. And you know, before we went to bed, I said, Nene, why don't you just sleep on the couch? She's like, no, baby, I'm not going to mess up your couch. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> so 
she's sleepwalking and her granddaughter Quinn, you know, heard her and was like, nay, nay. She was walking with a big blanket and she heard thump and then boom, 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 boom. And she was screaming. I didn't hear this. So we were sleeping. They found her in between the stairs in the doorway. And when I say these stairs are hard, picture the hardest stone you've ever felt in your life. So when I wake up in the morning, Cutter, before I get up, he's like, Jamie, I just have to warn you, something really bad happened last night. So immediately I'm like, what the fuck? What? And he's like, Nene fell down the stairs and she looks like Long John Silver. <laughs> like it's really <laughs> fucking bad. And I'm like, what do you mean? You guys, I'll post, I'll send a picture to Gabby. Poor Nene fell down the stairs, but this old broad, nothing broke, nothing. She's made of titanium. However, her head swelled like this way, like, oh. a, fu- <laughs> like a football. And her eye was a black eye. Like I've net, like it was black. It was the color black. And then if she looks to the right, Blood red. Oh. And it was, and she was just popping Advil and wine for for the next few days. And then, you know, her it's her knee. Her knee gave out basically what was happening. But Ugh. it was so scary. But at the end of it, it was just a fucking joke because of just, but then her granddaughter told me because she rides horses and she's always with her. And she's like, Jamie, one time I finished a show and came around and up limps Nene with like another black eye. And she's like, oh, I fell down. She's like, this is a common occurrence. However, this fall was pretty gnarly. Whoa. And, and yeah. she's all right. It could have, a Christmas could have been much <coughs> different. We were all very grateful. We were all thanking God left and right that this wasn't worse and we could laugh about it. But I've never seen anyone. She looked like she got in a fight with a Mack truck. Wow. What a tough bitch. Yep. The toughest I'll ever know. She's not a broken bone. She says it's because of all the milk she drank growing up. Are we allowed to say how old she is? Nene, I think is. I mean, she's not young. She's in her early 70s, 70s. at least. Yeah. I mean, if my parent, if, my, if that was my mom, my mom's in her late 60s. She'd be she's like, porcelain. I'd be dead. I would yeah. have been dead for sure. Oh. Like gone, done. Wow. That's incredible. Well, what a thing to wake up to. Also, what Cutter's like bedside manner when he's like, something bad happened. You know, like <laughs> when you wake up, like, don't you, what did you, you first, what went through your mind first before he told you it was, it was Nene? That someone was in the hospital. Okay. And who? What's the what? Nene? I oh, thought it really? Was Nene. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. She's the, she's the one that something happens to like okay. all the I, this is probably the third or cause I actually, Becca was telling me cause Becca came over for Christmas Eve and we warned her before. And she was like, Jamie, when I met her at your house in LA, she had a black eye. <laughs> like this isn't like she falls yeah. all the, like shit happens to her, but this was gnarly as you can see from the photos. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Look, so let's talk. HBO real fast since Rob, okay. me and Rob share an account right now. And yeah. uh, we'll just talk about some of the things we're watching because there's a show I'm watching that uh, a couple of shows I'm watching on HBO that I really like. I don't know if you guys want to hop in at any point with anything you're watching. It doesn't have to be on HBO, but I'm, I'm really enjoying the show Station Eleven. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's essentially... No. They shot it in like tw- the end of 2019, so before the pandemic happened, but it's about 
a, a, a flu pandemic that wipes out like 90% of the world. And it kind of hops um, time like 20 years and back. And like, it kind of shows you what it was like before and after, and it kind of follows the, the uh, point of view of this young girl who becomes, you know, who's played by uh, Mackenzie Davis. Do you know who she is? She was in halt and catch fire. She's very good, um, but it's supremely well acted. The first pilot episode is really great and essentially just shows you kind of what would happen um, post a pandemic. I know that sort of like story is kind of fucked out now, but it's like really well done. And it's it's not a bummer like a lot of these things are. And it's it's really uh, it's really good and worth the watch i think there's only like five four or five episodes out right now the other show is how to with john wilson i which is, i can't get into it i can't i've how tried to? yep i've tried oh. really hard i can't fucking well get you into tried it. well what, what what'd you come up against why why couldn't well, you get it? honestly i think a lot of it was cutter the entire time what the fuck is this this what is this what, like he just like he was yeah. not letting me even get there. But I, yeah. in his defense, I just it wasn't clicking with me. Yeah. Do you think it'd be one of those things like if we were there watching it with you, we yeah. would have made it more fun for yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, probably. How do you how would you describe the show? Like if you're ex- explaining it to Rob, who's probably never seen it. What, Honestly, what do you... I tried getting into it a while ago and I've forgotten a lot. Yeah. So so you do it. There's is that someone with a guy who just films stuff around New York? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the. There's there's an episode and and my friend Matt Kugler turned me on to it. But there's an episode on the second season. It's how to drink or how to appreciate wine, and the journey that that story takes is unreal. It like starts off with like how to appreciate wine, and then before you know it, the dude's like in the in the bang energy CEO's house. And like, <laughs> he just like walks in and it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the stuff that that guy does and he's able to capture on camera is so fun for me. Um, and he's hilarious and he doesn't really have to try to be funny. It's just kind of funny, but I can get it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Like this, you know, Kyle Mooney, who you're a fan of, maybe you guys, I know Cutter likes Kyle Mooney. I don't know if you've yeah. seen his show on Netflix, Saturday morning, all-star hits, but it's, Kyle doing a Saturday morning cartoon show from the nineties and all the, he creates all the cartoons and he does like the show that introduces the cartoons and he plays twin characters. And there's like this whole drama that's interwoven in between them, all the episodes and the through lines, but it's like exactly written. It's not jokey. It's just exactly what a Saturday morning cartoon show would be. I'd say episode four or five is like when things really like, oh, you start to see kind of what's happening with it. But like it's so well done and you either like love Kyle or you don't get Kyle. That's kind of like the two camps with Kyle. And if you're fans of Kyle Mooney um, and if you haven't checked it out, it's on Netflix called uh, Saturday Morning All Star Hits, also known as Smash. And those are my (laughs) my wrecks. Well, also, also we are watching the latest season of Curb. Hilarious. Oh, Tra- Tracy you guys are watching it? crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. As far as I know, Tracy Ullman's never been on Curb, but she's my f- favorite character oh, that's awesome. been introduced on that show since like Leon. You know, when Leon was introduced like season two or three, I don't know what it was, but she's making that that kind of an impact this season. It's wow. so, so great. Yeah, yeah. The show's really good. 
And I started uh, Yellowstone last night. Oh, you finally uh, did it, We're huh? only on episode three, but it's so good. Yeah, I'm gonna, it was definitely like, because I don't understand that world, like there's parts where I'm like, I don't know what this is for. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. And like, they use kind of lingo that it's like, well, if you were a farm hand, and I'm like, I like, there's just parts where I'm like a little not so sure. Like, I, and I'm like, why are they doing that? Like, I don't even understand like why they're doing what they're doing. But I, we finished first episode and I'm like, I, I really, I'm excited. I'm excited to get it. I just, I love being like in the middle of a show so much that I'm looking for one. So, and like, I know yeah. everyone loves this show and the next season's about to come out. So I'm like, I'm like pushing myself to make myself yeah. like, like it, you know? Um, maybe I can, are you on Paramount plus? Is that what, how you're watching it? What, how are you um, watching it? I don't know what we're using here. We're at a, a house. Oh, and can I just say this is like for a month straight. I was in that apartment and that's where I was shitting and showering and that, and it was devastating. Like, the bathroom there was the worst, probably the worst bathroom in anywhere like I've ever lived to deal with. And I got to this house or at a friend's house uh, in the Hamptons for seven days and I used a normal bathroom and it was like, oh my God, it felt like a million pounds of uh. like bricks were lifted off my shoulders to to be able to just take a normal poop and and to take a shower and not be like, uh, like, like, like hard. The way it was spaced out was so horrible, but also like you, 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 you have to choose, like, do you want too hot water or too cold water? Like th yeah. this bath, the apartment that I was saying it was fine, but the, the bathroom was tragic. You don't have to go back there now, right? No, I'll never be back there. No, I'll never be back there. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, the Yellowstone. I, I do want to watch it. I just don't know where to watch it because I know it's on Paramount Plus, uh, but I don't know if that's just the current season or not. They have a I think it's actually I think it might not be on Paramount Plus because we're looking for I think it's on it Peacock. is. That's how we got it. We got it on Paramount Plus. Are you okay. sure it's not Peacock? I, I know it's split up. I know it's not like all on one app. Right. Like somebody was telling me that it's yeah, like hard it to watch because it moved and like, but Taylor Sheridan, he's, I don't know. He, he's writing like three different, he's writing two different shows and I think a movie right now he's, he does Yellowstone and then there's a spinoff of Yellowstone, which is a prequel. There's a prequel something or 1983. And then, and then there's like mayor of Kingstown. Uh, he's also writing. Yeah, and that's another that. show that I want to start watching. And so those are three shows that he's he's writing all at the same time. Uh, and it's it is Mayor of Kingstown, right? Because I know there's a mayor of Easttown. Yeah, with that was Kate Winslet. The Kingstown, I think, is the Taylor Sheridan. Is it Kingstown one related to Yellowstone? I don't know. There's a lot of Taylor Sheridan to consume right now. But the he's guy's doing well. prolific. He's prolific. Um, Jimmy, when, I, when we talked about uh, going to like this person's wedding or whatever, do you have like a standard when you go to somebody's wedding? Like, what do you usually get them? Are you like, oh, I, we money. always get. Yeah, I'm always money. What about you, Cass? Um, I've done money and I've also done the gift registry thing. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that if they have a registry? I'll get something usually if they if if I'm not. Cl cl uh, uh. Depends. If there's something good on the registry, mm -hmm. I'll want to get it. But if not, I'll I'll give them money. Yeah, can't go wrong with money. Do you do cash and do it like in the movies where you just hand them some cash? 
Yeah. Give him a kiss on the side. No, yeah. I think I do a check. I remember that, mm-hmm. like, uh, like I remember going to your wedding, Jamie, and like me and a bunch of people from New York were like, "Oh, they're like, oh, you give cash in the envelope and this," and then like I remember Cutter was like over the moon about it. You remember that? <laughs> probably. I think he remember? probably didn't know. He probably didn't realize that that was going to happen. Like yeah. everything about our wedding was. He was so young. He was like, you know, he knew he had barely been to weddings. None of his friends were married yet. So yes. Yeah, he's like, he's, I remember you were like, Cutter was like, had never seen that before. Like, it was just like all the cards you opened. It was like money, money, money. Like, he was like, Cutter fucking yeah. loved it. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the best. I think I may do that. My brother's getting married uh, in March. So I may, I always feel like in the last one I did, Matt, speaking of Matt Kugler, guy who turned me on to um, the uh, how to, I did a, a gift registry thing, but you know, they had like, trip like par- pay for part of their trip on the yes, gift registry yes. which i think is fun honey funds or honey whatever. funds yeah. yeah yeah i thought that was or good some so of I- them have just like literally just like start my life fund like people are being very straightforward no. about being like just donate to like my life yeah or you can or if they're going on a honeymoon um you could buy them like Massages an excursion or, yeah, or a spa yeah. gift certificate yeah yeah i like that that's nice. Yeah. I like my last friends who got married because th- they're one of those people where you're like, what do you get someone who has everything? So I just got like, I went online and did like a ton of research and got them like 10 or 15 of like the best bottles of wine. That's uh, nice. But like all different kinds from different places, this, and they were mm-hmm. all rated like 98 or above it. Like, and I just like was like, oh, this is a nice thing to send them because they're always like throwing hosting people and stuff, yeah. whatever. That's nice. Guys, you guys know I'm an advocate of online therapy. Mm-hmm. I uh, I publicly stated that I used to spend over $300 a therapy session. Um, and I will tell you this right now. You do not need to spend that kind of money to get the kind of help that you need. Um, I signed up for BetterHelp.com. And it was an app on my phone. And I got matched up with a therapist within 48 hours. Uh, what I like about it, besides that it's um, amazingly affordable, is that you have access to your therapist at any time. So if you want to send them a message, um, you can do that during the week. You don't just have to wait for your appointment. They're 100% accessible. And uh, it's something that has given me sort of um, a place to go to when I don't feel like I have another place to turn to or talk to someone with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how BetterHelp is bringing therapy to uh, millions of people um, who didn't have access to it or didn't really know how to go about it. Because you kind of used to know somebody who knew a good therapist. The process of finding a therapist was always so convoluted and nebulous to me. And BetterHelp kind of streamlined that and made it so much easier. Yeah, guys, like Kasim said, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You don't have to see anyone in person on camera. This is this sounds good for me. It's mm. much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. Pajama Pants listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash pajama. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash pajama. Athletic Greens, you guys, Athletic Greens has saved me this Mm -hmm. holiday season. 
I've eaten so bad. I've had so much crap. But let me tell you how I started my day every day was mm-hmm. with my athletic greens, knowing I was getting all of these essential things, probiotics, immune support, gut health, all hair, nail, body, all the kind of stuff, essential nutrients and vitamins. I had my BM first thing in the morning and I Ooh. was ready to go. And I felt like truly it's kept my body healthy while eating all this holiday food, I swear. Yeah. I, what I like is it's so easy to use and I've just incorporated it in, yes. in, into my morning routine. I, I have it right before my coffee. There's a little yep. shaker that I got with it. It's a little scooper, boom, some water. And um, you shake it for 20 seconds and then you drink it. It's done in like two minutes. You're done. It tastes really good for like a scoop of green. You for think what it's going to have like that, yeah. you know, like that bitter taste and it does right. not. It doesn't taste like a vitamin. Guys, in one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. Ugh, It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash pajama. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash pajama to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I got some questions from our Instagram. Uh, I figure we can bang some of these out. Uh, I think some of them are actually pretty good. Uh, follow us on Instagram guys at pajama pants podcast. We will sometimes like today, take questions from you guys. And that's also where you can send us your dating profile screen cap so we can humiliate you, uh, on the pod. Um, this question is from Boz Wob. He says, what's the best rumor you've ever heard about yourself? And I'll give you guys a second to think about that it. That I, I think- dated Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Interesting. Where and do you know how that came about, or why? Somebody yeah, because would- I was dating a guy that lived in his building. Oh, so they just put two and two together. They figured, oh, this celebrity has to be dating this celebrity because she's going in the building. Mm-hmm. Did I you think have me any- and Lenny Kravitz went to the same public school? Shout out PS Six. Did you ever have to like? Did a friend ever come up to you and be like, "Hey, are you dating Lenny Kravitz?" No, did it you- was like in page six or something. And, but no one was like, hey, is this true? I, I'm definitely not on like the vibrational level of somebody that could, like, like that Lenny Kravitz would even notice. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm asking, not do you cool have enough any, or sexy enough to ever be in his. I'm asking like, you, did you have any friends that came up to you that no, saw the page? No, that is my point. Like, nobody would have even like <laughs> thought that that was possible. Oh, you're saying it's it's so out of the realm of yes. possibility that no one close to yes. you would ever buy into Correct. it. Correct. What are you saying? Cutter Dykstra is not Lenny Kravitz. Like, like they're like the same. Well, Cutter was in like the fifth grade when that was in page six. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Rob, you're going to say when one? you started dating. Uh, no, I don't know. Amy, do you remember ever? You know, I just always found like it, one thing that I would always get upset about if it was written about you or me was like if it, you were that you would ever be rude to like staff or anything. Cause that's just like 
not who you are. And that's such a like lame thing to write about. Like what I remember when I first started going out to New York and they were like, she cut the line and was rude to staff when really all it was, I was waiting in line and somebody recognized me and was like, yo. And like, you know, right when the show first started airing being like, yo, you're in Sopranos. Oh my God, come in, come in and probably piss somebody off on the line. So I think just anytime those rumors about like if you were ever rude or obnoxious at being out were always not true and would bother me because you never did you never acted that way. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember ever hearing that. But oh, you okay? I I have a good one. Here so, we go. You know yeah, what I'm talking go. about? That there was like something written about you in that club that we were at the opening of that like. What was it called? Where you had the 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 bottle of vodka, and I'm like, oh yeah, sure. But I think like right, I know the picture you're talking about. We could probably put it up. But I think like I think saying like I was drunk and loud and annoying, like I think that's fine. But I don't remember everybody anybody being like he was rude to staff. But Maybe I that's could be how wrong. I'm remembering that article, and I I could totally wrong. be wrong. I have no idea. But one thing that bothered me so much was when I and I think we've talked about this, but when I got arrested. I gave them a fake name and I told them like, yeah, here's my name. Like, like blah, blah, blah. And like, I like, I was completely like hiding, like wasn't a good target, nothing, this. And when the article came out in like the thing, it was like when Robert, uh, when they put the handcuffs on Robert, he screamed, don't you know who I am? Yes. That's what I'm thinking uh, of. Like you don't That is like, that is like, I was so mad about that because I was like, that is the opposite of what I was doing. Like, I was like, I had my head down the whole time. Like, I'm just like, please, like, get me out of this. Like, I don't want to be fucking part of it. And it's like, to, but you know what I also found? It's like, anytime anybody gets arrested, it's like they use the same thing for some reason. That must sell papers. Like, don't you know who I am? Like, yeah, that's like but, a- but like, do you ever seen the footage when Luann De Lesseps got arrested? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was she saying? I will kill you. I'm going to kill you. She was saying to the cop. Yeah, that's fucking. Allegedly. No, but we saw, you saw there's like video and but like she yeah, she threatened to kill a cop, I think. Right. <laughs> yes. In Palm Beach. Yeah. Housewives are crazy. You're uh, yeah. your your friend is back on the housewives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, what's her name? You know, now it's just like, it's so funny because when they show the flashbacks of them from like six years ago and they look like different people after all these injectables in their face. Yeah. You know who's doing it right is Kyle Richards. She looks awesome. However, she's like slightly altering her face. Like when I... When you guys let me start injecting my face, like I want to go to whoever Kyle we let, goes When to. we let you. You said yeah. you won't talk to me if I when I start doing uh, it. Well, I, I thought you said in the beginning of this pod that that's what you did today. Then she's got a I facial. I did micro-needling. Today. I did a facial. I didn't get... Um, uh, you think I know <laughs> what that is? <laughs> it's like they take There's little a rumor. needles and they, they make your... They like uh, make little... They like... Uh, what am I trying to say? They like they harm your skin, so your skin produces like cells and collagen to try and fix it, and it's supposed to. And then (laughs) you put like a laser, and together they like regenerate the like the top dermis of your skin. 
And you're supposed yeah. to do it like every couple of months to like keep every your skin couple young. of months. <laughs> every eight weeks, you got to go under the needle. No, 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 no. It's not a needle. They numb you. It's and a million it's, little ones. Cass. It's a. It's not one needle. <laughs> it's a thousand needles. That's right. Um, I don't like it. Okay, but yeah, well, their faces look so crazy. Like Shannon, Shannon, whatever on OC. Yeah. Oof. You know what, Cass? You know what they do in these shows now in these Real Housewives is they always do a scene almost in every episode in a like doctor's yes. office while yes. they're getting yes. like they're like oh let's so go they get for it free. coffee yeah and then they go and they get and you see them like injecting needles like under their eyebrows and filling it up and then like the the bump is like created on it's like a marble is like under their skin and the doctor's like don't worry it'll go down a little bit and they like put all this stuff everywhere and these poor women man because you're like this woman is like like what, what oh she's 65 now she looks 63 like it's like it's yeah. not uh, stop it oh man yeah I, I i just don't think i i think the where we're at with plastic surgery is we're not there you know what i mean i i see rich women who look like panthers they look like lionesses you know, and and if they're paying for that to look and they all end up looking, if you get enough of those surgeries, you all end up looking like the same thing, which is like a lioness with big cheekbones yeah, and these big fat I just lips. Want like I want like I want like the eyebrow like I want to look like. You know, what's like going to happen is like so many people are going to get work done that just having a natural face is going to become attractive. You know, like, oh, yeah, it's already attractive when I'm looking through these dating apps. When I see a girl who I'm like, oh, wow, you don't look like you. You look human like you look. Yeah. 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 It's like it's really nice. It's it's great. Like, listen, but I also I understand when girls are like 65 getting it. There's women who are like 22, 23 in L.A. getting this stuff done. And it is bad. That's like, crazy. It's so yeah. Bad, but I I think Jamie like I think even forty is like yo what do you create like you Jamie you look so young to be like oh I need to like get like like oh only if if only if only this like if Jamie if I said to you like I just want my I'm not happy with I'm not happy with the way I look Jamie like what do you think of that like how's that <laughs> the slippery slope yeah I like it Rob I like it I mean it's just so it's like you don't you don't need. I, and you know, most I just of guys, wanna, I would also love to know what I would look like with like slightly bigger lips. Like, no, no, you guys, you guys are, have the luxury of being two good looking people. I, and you know, I feel like there's a, uh, represent, I got to represent the uggos out there. And I got to say, sometimes <laughs> you can't, you can get the some uggos. work done. There's the uggos listening to this who cannot relate to you or Rob because you guys look so great and you've only gotten better looking as you've gotten older, but there are some uggos out there that really do benefit. You do a little bit here and there, like Tom Cruise, whatever Tom Cruise has been doing. Terrible. Well, so now he looks crazy. Filler. Now he looks crazy, but like for a long time, he looked pretty good. You know, Keanu Reeves looks natural, but looks good. You're, aren't you naming like the most handsome guys in the world? You're like, I got to rep my uggos out there. <laughs> oh, I, just don't know, I just don't know uggos that are getting, you know, like it's but you got to go small. You got to go small and you've got to do a little bit, a little bit at a time. And uh, you can't just go full blast at once. And if you're an uggo, it's OK. 
we're, no one's going to say like, no one's telling uggos. No one's telling us like, Hey, you're already beautiful. We know we're not, you know, we got to go out there. We got to get, we got to do something about it. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. If you want to do it, look mm-hmm. at this, look at these lines. Yeah, See this? Uh, look at this. You can fucking make music on this. You look uh, great. Wash my right. clothes on that forehead, babe. <laughs> I got some. Uh, I got some more questions here. Um, okay. Oh, best rumor about myself. I didn't answer. I the best rumor I had about myself was that great I was like, question. By the way, who asked this? The Boz Wob. Yeah, this is like one of your Sharpie questions, except on Instagram, you know? Yeah. Um, it's good. I, best rumor, probably that I was like a fucking uh, porn stars. Was a certain porn star. I forget which one. Have, um, you, for, have you never fucked a porn star? Do we talk about that? I, I don't I know never, the answer. Yeah, we have. No, I, I never have. I always felt like, because I was doing that show and it wasn't, you know, if I was going to start fucking, with, they would all, it would be a bad look. And I wasn't trying to do the show to, to have sex with porn stars, you know, but you just um, you never thought like, Hey, one time for the uggos. No, never. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there was one girl, Selfish. there was one girl where I was like, ah, she seems kind of normal. And then like even normal for a porn star was like, no, this bitch is bad. She's bad shit. Crazy. There are some, I'm not going to say I'm not generalizing, but uh, I didn't come across any majorly normal people that did that kind of stuff. Cass, how do you remember the first time you told a girl you loved her? The first time? Yeah. Like how old were you or what was the scenario? I have no idea. I have no idea. Really? Yeah, you go, it, I have I do I do not remember it. It might have been uh, my first long-term relationship, maybe when I was 20, but I feel like I probably like as a kid, you love every you love anyone that you know you date. I feel like and I might have said it when it I touched was touched like, your pee pee. Yeah, any girl that's touched my pee-pee is gonna, I'm going to love. Yeah, and then as you get older, you start to hate them, and then you come you come full circle, you know? You come back around. Like, I think mm. early, like like late teens, or you're like, oh, my God, I love you. Oh, this. And then somewhere in, like, the late 20s, like, I started just being like, ugh, like, you're, <laughs> you, you, you like me? Like, you poor thing. Like, you're so, you're so lost. Find yourself. And then now I'm getting back into a place of being like, Oh, wow. Like this is, yeah, I love the people I date. <laughs> yeah. That, that all has like, that all just goes in line with your own confidence and your, how you see yourself. Right. Like if you see, if you're not happy with who you are, then you're like, how could you be happy with anyone who's happy with that version of yourself? Except for, I think you're right. Except for the first, uh, part like the 17, 18 year old. I think you're just so excited. Someone's touching yes. your pee pee. Like, like exactly what she said. It's like, yeah, this is unbelievable. Like, Oh my God. Like she wants to touch my pee pee. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Coming was so important that you dropped the L word. I, I, I don't remember. Do you remember the first person you said it to? Yeah. The first girl that I dated for like a year. Let's shout her out. Let's, let's put her Instagram out oh, there. That's I know right. her name. That's all right. Everybody, let's. Well, actually, you think you know her name, but she changed her name. Oh, por qué? Yeah. Oh God. Who Who knows? But <laughs> yeah. Uh, what yeah, What porky. about you? What about you, Yami? Did you? Oh, the first. Uh, my first boyfriend. The guy I lost my virginity to. And did you say it or did he? Do you remember? I oh, I always waited till they said it first. Why is that? Is that just because when you're young, you just always assume like the 
the, you give all the power to the guy and that, yeah. that he's deciding where this relationship is going when it's time you're exclusive, you know, like mm. all those things. Um, it's so funny. I feel like I'm just at that stage where I look back, even relationships in my like late 20s, like my last few relationships, even right before I met Cutter, where I could be like, girl, what the fuck was wrong with you? Like, why the fuck were you like, lowering yourself to that guy's standards or like, why were you like, why did you give a shit about the half the things that I cared about? Like it blows my mind. Like, and I just think about like the game I would have had if I was me today, then do you know what I mean? Like I literally have been like, fuck you motherfucker. And like walked out, but there was like guys that I like let everything slide for, for a long time. Just cause I was like, so fucking, in love with an idea of them, I guess. I don't know. I mean, like obviously it comes with experience in life, but man, I wish I could go back to like my twenties or even in high school and just like be like, just have my attitude now. It would be really fun to see like how guys would react, you know? What was the idea of them that you think you were in love with? Like, what were you, what did you want? Well, I think that initially I got an impression of, Obviously, there was chemistry, and I was there was attraction, and there was excitement. And I think, at least for me, when I especially when I was young, and I would like meet a guy that I really liked, I would just start fantasizing about what our life would be like. And then, the longer you spend with them, you know, the more fun you have, and you're in that honeymoon stage, and you just don't want it to end. And then, usually, when they're an asshole, they kind of start showing their cards pretty early. And like, I just was just letting everything slide or being like, well, that's probably just okay, right? If they do that, it's just like, that's no big deal, right? Because I just didn't want to lose this like awesome opportunity with it seemed like I had. And also too, I mean, I think in my late 20s, I was starting to feel, even though that was ridiculous, like this clock for me of like, I, I got to lock it down. I don't want to be single in my 30s when Honestly, you know, being single in my early 30s was the greatest gift because that's like I was at a mature enough age to find myself like really so that when I was ready, when I did meet Cutter, which I had been single for like a year and a half, almost two years when I got with Cutter. Um, Is there anything you could think of where you're like, I can't believe I put up with that? Like, of course, cheating, cheating, cheating. It was very clear it was happening. And, and how did you out. how did you hear that the cheating was going on? How did I find out? Well, there were some that would told me one time I looked at his, a phone. I looked at a guy's phone. And then I just like but I f- honestly, I f- through that whole scenario, I felt worse about going through his phone than even what I found. Like that's what I was more upset about was like I hate that I am in a relationship where I don't trust this person enough that I'm actually going through their phone. Cause I think it's like, I think it's kind of fucked up to do that. Hate but that, I, gross. But I, I hated it. I hated myself, but I knew that there was, I knew that something was going on, which is why I looked. But um, I just, I just, it was just all bad. Just all bad. But if I didn't go through all that and I wasn't mature when I met Cutter, who knows if him and I would have lasted? Because honestly, I mean, he was playing baseball. We were apart for the 
three, first three years of our relationship, I had a little baby. I, there was, he'd never had to call me when he got back to his room after a game because of our, if I was sleeping or, you know, like I never asked him to check it. Like we just, it was a very trusting relationship that I had to go through all that other shit to kind of get to. Um, if I was 22 and he was 22, it would have been very difficult to do that. Yeah. Trust, trust is one of those things. It's like when you get burned once it affects all your relationships until, you know, until you kind of address it because it's, you know, we all, we've all had that unfortunate thing. Well, not all of us, but like all, all of us here, I think Rob, you've been cheated on, haven't you? Or you had something. Uh, No, I, I only had one girl who I like really would have considered it cheating if if she was like dating somebody she did. But then like after we were done, she did a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. You know, but never while we were together or that I don't know about. Who knows? Like we were so young. Who fucking It's still a, like a form of betrayal, you know? Oh, big time. Yeah. 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 It's tough. It's tough to like be vulnerable. And that's all we're you know, that's all we're really required to do in a relationship is just be open and vulnerable and ask you know, and hope that that person doesn't hurt us. And sometimes we do. And then we like retreat back into our shell. And um, then the new person you start dating, like sometimes gets the, you know, the insecurities from that last one. And so it's like, you have to like, keep being open to like be vulnerable in every new relationship, but like, you've also been burned. So it's like this tough sort of dance that we do. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think it's when you meet the right person and you'll know, you know, there's, there's just different actions. And hopefully uh, those of you that are in relationships or were in relationships, relationships like that, know what it feels like. And you find newer relationships that don't put out that same energy. And maybe you're like not putting out that same energy yourself and attracting those kinds of people. Cause I think they can smell, smell it on you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have an email. It's subject is called uh, it's autism talk. And uh, this is from somebody who we've interacted with before. This is Laura. She's uh, uh, the only fans girl um, that we pimped out on the pod. I mean, that's a, that's a fun word to use, but we've, we've shouted her out. Um, I think it's at bunny dearest on uh, only fans. There you go. Uh, she says, Hey panties. Um, I've been spending years and years trying to figure out all my mental issues. And during COVID, I came to the conclusion that I'm autistic. Hearing you guys do the tests only further confirms this idea. Jamie was talking about how awkward the eye contact or lack thereof feels when picking up her kids. When you have autism, you experience this feeling essentially anytime you're out of the house, unless of course you're hanging out with other autistic people because it's a spectrum. It isn't as black and white as having it versus not having it. But knowing Rob with his OCD tendencies, I don't doubt he could have it. I share many traits with Rob specifically. I could talk for hours about (laughs) the Venn diagram of neurodivergent crossovers. Parentheses, neurodivergencies include autism, ADHD, OCD, Tourette's, bipolar, and more. So it's difficult to assess in adults. I like hearing you guys talk about this, especially in an accepting way. None of you are afraid of the possibility of having it. And I think it's cool. You take the tests on the pod. The last thing I'll say, normal people aren't watching love on the spectrum and find it to be a little too relatable. All right. Love you guys, Laura. Uh, thanks, Laura. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. I, I feel like we all have a little bit of the tendency, you know, um, but it's it's fun. It's fun to me when people realize that they're autistic later in life. You know, it's like kind of like an answer. You've always had this thing, but you've never really had a way to describe it. And, uh, you know, well, I think it's just also just it's coming with, you know, education and people just talking about it more and taking the stigma away from it because, you know, I, I feel like when we were kids, you would hear autistic and you would think, you know, like mentally, mentally disabled. Do you know what I mean? Like you would immediately go to to, to thinking like of an extreme. And I, then I think as time has gone on and then people are talking about it more and being more open and honest and, and ashamed of it, we're able to understand more about it and see exactly, you know, like the full spectrum of it. So, yeah, I think that's like, it's liberating probably for so many people to kind of feel like there isn't something, you know, wrong with them or different about them. Like it's just, it, it just allows you to kind of just understand yourself more. I think that's what I've kind of come to recently about like, MS for me is like, it's the diagnosis, but it's just kind of, it's just like understanding more. Cause it, honestly, it came from, I was explaining it to my friend's kid. She was like, why do you walk that way? I was like, well, it's just, it's just something about me. MS is just something that's about me. And this is how it affects me. We all have something about us that makes us different or whatever. And I don't know, I th- I know I've said this before. And anytime I feel like I ever have to explain anything to like my kids or a kid, it like feel like I'm like getting re-explained it to myself, like because it really can be that simple. So I think, you know, when it comes to autism and stuff like this, it's just kind of being able to understand yourself more. And it gives you, you know, more liberty and freedom within yourself to kind of just be who you are. Yeah. Yeah, I think... uh also like you know like what you were trying to or what you were saying with like people used to hear autism and i think it before it was way more of like oh that poor poor child like yes that yes. poor guy and, and obviously yes. like it's sadder when it's a kid always but like and it's always a very difficult thing to deal with as a parent whatever but you see the parents of these kids on like uh, uh autism like the on the spectrum what is it called love on the spectrum love on the spectrum and like they like this woman is like i'm i love my son so like he's the yeah. greatest gift of like the way that he thinks more people should think that way yeah. like he's so th- and like like love like i love that like you know it's just like yeah. it's so great seeing them interact that way because you have the thing in your head of like oh god it must be so sad in that home like you know mm-hmm. people want to put that out there of like oh my god it must be so sad and devastating and this and having to deal with a son like that like meanwhile like what a joy like it, mm-hmm. it of course it sucks that like he might be 35 and need like and not off having a family in this because yeah. he's a little different in this but like you know that that one you know michael's mother is like so in love with him and it comes through the screen you know where you're Aww. like god it's just so so great yeah i i think i think all the families that you see on that show by the time you know all those uh guys are in their 20s and 30s they've they've been through so much and they're at a place where it's it's manageable but i got to imagine when your kids autistic and like going to school when they're like 5 6 7 
like and maybe getting treated like weird at school by other people like that's got to be so hard terrible you know? yeah have your kids get yes, made fun but I will of say, but you know what i think now because my generation are are the parents mm-hmm. i think that i find like even when i'll hear bo like say a natural thing of a kid of being like you're dumb or this and that i'm like hey 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 Let's talk about this for a minute. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I like kind of redirecting him and correcting some behavior that I'm able to do because I have a and I have a more compassionate way to explain it to him because I have a more compassionate view of the world and I'm able to kind of see things better because because of because of the internet, because of accessibility to people and programming and all this kinds of stuff. So I think that, I don't think that that's going to be as common or I'd hope it wouldn't be as common because I have great faith in this current generation of young parents and kind of how we're teaching our kids um, to be better people. Isn't it so weird though? Like I see like one of these autistic people on the show, like love on the spectrum. And like, Oh, I, I just said, go, oh, God, this person is so fucking interesting. And then like, mm-hmm. I see like, you know, a huge celebrity on a red carpet. And my first thought is like, oh, what a bore. Like, you know, like, it's just like, ugh, like you, you just, you huge bore. Like, you know, it's like, like the only I, time I get turned off when I see that is just like, sometimes you can catch the air of like, just the feeling like that that's all that matters or like you are doing the most important work or what you're getting, what you're <sighs> getting to experience is the biggest thing in the world. And honestly, that's what like moving to Texas, the biggest difference has done for me where it's like, there is a whole fucking world out there that has no idea what's happening in LA and it doesn't care. Like LA has this way of making you believe that this is this is the most important place in the entire world. Do you know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's a bubble. It's great. And it's fun and it's amazing. And I, I I love LA in many ways. And, you know, (laughs) I love the business that I'm in, but like it's important and it's nice to kind of remove yourself from it and be reminded that there's so many ways that life can make you happy and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I feel very grateful that like I never bought into that, you know? No, like I never you like That's I not got who you like are. I don't I, and also I think like somehow like uh, the fact that like I don't have a car is like you know, like I'm just like I, I go to like I'm in like one neighborhood out there, like I don't even know like yeah. y- you know, like I, I I don't know. Like people keep now that I'm back in New York and everyone like I'm seeing my friends and this they're like, You really wanna live in LA? And I'm like, No. Like, yeah. I, I don't. And they're like, well, you want to come home here? And I'm like, no, like, I, I don't want to come. You got to just come to Austin. Yeah, I know. But that's, again, the problem with Austin is like, I don't have enough friends there who are would be like day to day. You know what I mean? Like, like, I have a couple of friends there who are like have families and kids and they're doing their thing. You know what I mean? Like, I need. Yeah, yeah I know. I need my day to dayers. But I I can't wait to get back to LA to go to Air One to get my to get my oh come on back we know what you need we got what you need baby boy I'll be home in two weeks Cass coming for you I'm coming for you baby blue 
I can't wait. We're going to go. We're going to hit Erwan so fucking hard. We're going to. Oh, yeah. Going to get the bone broth. We're going to get the salads. We're going to get the sushi. We're going to go to the beach. <laughs> We're going to play Frisbee. Oh, my God. The amount of Frisbee. Um, yeah. You missing me, baby? Huh? Oh, a little bit. I got I got uh, I got a little withdrawals. You know, I like I like to see my little boy. I'm excited um, for Frisbee. Yeah. Let's uh, before we wrap up, does anybody have uh, New Year's resolutions or no? Ooh, um, you go ahead. Let me see if I can. I, I can think of one. I just want to stay perfect. That's all. That's a great yeah. one. No, yeah, that's, that's a great cool. one. I'd love to exercise. Like I, I kind of fell off on the last quarter yeah. on exercise. I, I have everything I need to do it. And I, I've just been so bogged down um, with work and I just can't get up early enough to do it. But I'd love to find a way to incorporate exercise. It used to be second nature to me. Now it's now now I can't even uh, work it in like once or twice a week. It's been really it's been really tough. Yeah. When I come same. back out there, we're, we're working out and we're doing Frisbee, babe. Can't wait, baby. Have a happy new year. I'm going to celebrate by uh, not getting COVID. So I'm going to do my best. It's spreading like goddamn wildfire out here. So stay safe. If you're out there, if you do, if you did get COVID, hopefully you got through it. A okay. You know, hopefully it's just that Omicron and it's gotten, uh, it's it's a much milder. I just read a thing today, how, uh, how much milder it is and and how people aren't being hospitalized at the same rate which is uh, really good to hear. And, and um, I hope if you do get it, it is the Omicron and you're through it fast enough. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. If you happy guys want to email everybody. us, happy new year, email us at askpajamapants at gmail.com. Send us an Instagram, follow us at pajama pants podcast. We're on Twitter too. Jamie and I are on Twitter and Instagram and Rob is off the grid as per usual. 